This is the Tallahassee Business Podcast, bringing you engaging conversations with influential members of the community that you need to know. This episode is brought to you by Mill Creek Financial Consultants. At Mill Creek Financial Consultants, we offer more than just financial planning. We develop a relationship with you that helps you avoid common missteps, make confident decisions, and put your assets to work so you can enjoy the peace of mind that comes from financial security. Don't delay your important financial decisions any longer. Schedule a time to meet with our Mill Creek Financial Advisors and begin the journey towards achieving your dreams by visiting MillCreekFinancialConsultants.com. No investment strategy can ensure peace of mind, assure profit, or guarantee against loss. Securities, products, and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities, LLC, PAS, member FINRA, SIPC. Well, hello, everyone. This is Sue Dick, president of the Greater Tallahassee Chamber of Commerce. Very excited to be here with David Pollard, uh, director of aviation for the city of Tallahassee and for Tallahassee's International Airport. David, thanks for coming in. Thank you, Sue. Thank you for having me this morning. You know, I think you are like the most popular man in the in the city for sure with the JetBlue announcement. So excited. Congratulations to you and all the hard work. And and that's probably what we want to touch on first because I know so many people are interest, interested in carrier service and getting from point A to point B. So let's talk about JetBlue and what it means for our market. Okay, well, thank you. Yes, we're very excited to uh, work with JetBlue to announce their new nonstop service to Fort Lauderdale's uh, Hollywood International Airport. Uh, We've been working with JetBlue for a long, long time on this, uh, working together to make the business case and tell them a little bit about our community and all the great things that are happening within our community and at our airport. You know, David, I think um, it's not just about going from one city to the next, and we know that it's very, very competitive, and it, it really is a great win anytime we can bring in carrier service like this. Maybe for those that are not familiar with JetBlue, talk about the opportunities that maybe come from if you do fly down to a Hollywood International Airport and then where they connect to as well. Yeah, certainly. So uh, we've been, uh, as I mentioned, working with JetBlue for many, many years and uh, taking advantage of uh, the discussions of what's possible, what's possible with their route structure. Uh, their network uh, that can take them, take customers from here to Fort Lauderdale, to the Caribbean, to Latin America, to the United Kingdom, to Canada. It all fits very nicely with our planning efforts, where we're going uh, as an international airport and some of our uh, low-hanging fruit with respect to international destinations as well. So service starts January of 2024? Yes, at this point we're talking uh, Mm -hmm. possibly as soon as January 2024. And uh, uh, that would be probably be a morning uh, uh, flight schedule for the JetBlue aircraft. And, you know, we always like to promote it's not just um, one hub destination. We have excellent air service here. Uh, maybe just a reminder, if, if individuals want to know, well, where can I actually go to a hub service to, to really use networks? We, we have several. Yes, that's uh, absolutely correct. And so, uh, and uh, you know, I think it's important to mention how hard our airport staff is working uh, each and every month as we continue to uh, listen to the travelers within our community, uh, listen to the needs, listen to the uh, desires with respect to locations they'd like to see served. Uh, but we're very pleased with our existing service. So uh, Delta's been a longtime partner with us, uh, so has American Airlines and Silver Airways. And so we want to continue to work with them to help them be successful and work with all of our carriers to continue to look at what's possible, uh, what destinations could be served, and where our travelers would like to see additional service to. 
Well, you know, credit to you, David. You have been at the airport for many years in this capacity as director since 2019. And I think anyone who has not noticed uh, the amount of activity, not just in passenger travel, but uh, renovations and expansions, um, if they haven't been to the airport, I hope that they will utilize our airport. We always talk about that. Use this regional economic asset uh, as much as possible. But for those that uh, might not have had a chance to see all the activity, maybe talk just briefly some of the renovation projects, expansion projects that are currently taking place. Sure. So we've recently completed uh, renovations and, and upgrades to our air traffic control tower facility, for example, uh, also to our aircraft rescue and firefighting station out at the airport, uh, some nice upgrades there. Uh, of course, our international processing facility, that's a $28 million investment uh, that we're making as, a, as an airport, as a city, and, and for this community to really move forward, uh, take advantage of the economic impact and jobs that will come along with that as we continue to move forward. Uh, we're also working on terminal modernization. We're putting new paint and finishes in the airside uh, portion of the terminal building. Uh, we're adding a Duncan uh, brand uh, coffee shop to the airport as well. And then, of course, we're going to be moving outside. We're currently relocating our fence line, working in coordination with the state as they're making their improvements to uh, the state road in front of the airport, Capitol Circle Southwest. And so we're moving the fence line on the north end. And we're also, uh, in April, we're going to be starting another new project uh, out in front of the airport, which is a new entry road that will come in. Uh, off of Lake Bradford Road, and that's setting the stage for cargo improvements and also for uh, the new rental car quick turnaround service facility that we'll be building. Lots of activity. Let's go back, if we can, to the uh, International Processing Facility. I think that really, um, it's, it's not just the name of the airport. There really is a lot that is wrapped around this, a lot of work that has been done by you and your great staff and team. Maybe just to the listener, the usage and what that really means to have an international processing facility. Yeah, so what this does, it sets the stage. I recently uh, did an article in 850 Magazine, and from that standpoint, uh, you know, I talked about building blocks. And what this does is it, it, it starts to build uh, the case for uh, those jobs and that Im impact to this community. Uh, it'll be the home of U.S. Customs and Border Protection here in our community. Uh, it'll also facilitate both domestic and international arrivals, uh, and also business and general aviation aircraft as well. Uh, once the facility is constructed, it also sets the stage for our future foreign trade zone, uh, which we're working with U.S. Customs and Border Protection, the Foreign Trade Zones Board, and outside consultants to pull that picture together uh, we're going to be doing some outreach, some fresh outreach. We, you may recall that we did some outreach uh, many years ago, and uh, I plan to do that again with respect to some outreach to our business community and others to uh, continue to revalidate uh, the desire and the need for that new foreign trade zone. And as we're currently projecting it, uh, it may, may extend uh, to our west over towards the Port St. Joe area and to our east to the I-75 corridor and possibly beyond. Well, I mean, I think that's that's what we talk about, the regional asset and, and how much we have to keep adding to our portfolio of what we can offer. I know that recently there's an agreement that was signed with Burrell Aviation, uh, and 
Tell us a little bit about that because there, we have a lot of land um, around the airport and the runways that we can utilize for economic development. You went out and, and probably found the best um, partner to work in that project. And maybe what does it mean to be working with Burrell Aviation? So uh, we, we have a very aggressive capital improvement uh, program out at the airport, as you can tell. Uh, but uh, what we need more of is cash. And, and so uh, we decided the best way and the quickest path that we were going to get there is to work with uh, private industry uh, and establish public-private partnerships where we could take their dollars and invest them into the airport and in exchange for a ground lease and get the facilities, the modern facilities that we want and need out there. Uh, our demand is increasing. Uh, we're short on hangar space, for example, and that's what Burrell is going to do. They're going to uh, build uh, executive-style business hangars. They're going to build some maintenance, repair, and overhaul facilities, and they're going to work with us as we continue to shape that out on the north end of the airport, uh, again, working in partnership with the state and the road project there uh, to create a new picture up there and meet the demand that's, uh, that we're seeing out there. Well, and I, and I think when you hear uh, maintenance repair operations, um, for the listeners, I think it's important to know how that works, basically. It's it, that public-private will create uh, an inventory and really an asset to go out and sell to companies that are looking to locate and, and be in our region. And um, the benefits of this, I know you have been preaching this for years, how competitive we are and why companies should be looking here. But maybe, maybe go ahead and just explain what that looks like, an example of the private sector or really the job creation opportunities because of that. Yeah, so, uh, you know, Burrell will be leasing 19 acres of land out there from us, making a $20 million capital investment, and also creating over $8 million in new revenue to us. So uh, that's just one development. Uh, when we add in the other developments, obviously that number goes up. And when you think of the uh, just the international facility, for example, uh, $300 million annual economic impact and over 1,600 plus jobs once that uh, international facility in the foreign trade zone uh, starts to mature. And when I say mature, I'm talking about a 10-year period once that facility opens. And so we're really excited about the jobs that these investments will create, uh, the leveraging of our local dollar, and certainly taking advantage and, and creating the right opportunities for private investors. Well, and at the airport, uh, you, you sometimes hear an acronym, FBO, Fixed Base Operator. Uh, maybe highlight what that really means to the airport facility as well and the, and the recent announcement of Aero Center coming to our market as well. Sure. So an FBO is a fixed base operator, typically at an airport. They're providing full service uh, to those aircraft that are coming in on the general aviation and business aviation side of things. Uh, they also uh, provide fueling services to the airlines as well. And so from that standpoint, uh, working with Aerocenter Tallahassee, uh, we've developed a plan to lease them over seven acres of land. Uh, they're going to make over a $12 million investment uh, within our, uh, our airport environment there. And again, uh, creating more jobs and over a $19 million annual economic impact. So uh, again, collectively, when you start looking at the economic impact and the jobs, you see that we're really moving the needle, really working hard for our community. And I think it's a testament to the hard work of our airport staff, the support from the business community, the support from city leadership, and others that are uh, re just really hitting it out mm -hmm. of the park right now. 
You know, David, I've, I've had the um, honor of serving on the airport advisory committee for many years. And just um, I want to echo what you and your very small staff do uh, out at the airport and how how much of a team effort you all work towards our community. And I'm always struck by, uh, I know the city and their recent strategic plan. Uh, I love listening to you rattle off the the main accomplishments and or goals that you have for the for the year, five years that we're in. So maybe that'd be a great way to to wrap up for people to know what you're focused on each and every day. Yeah, so when we were working on that uh, city strategic plan, uh, we wanted to touch all aspects of aviation. And so we set some very bold goals, uh, goals that touch every aspect of the airport out there. So increasing passenger activity levels, increasing cargo activity levels, uh, building this customs facility and leasing the land. These are all things that are working together as part of our planning efforts and everyday efforts to keep our passengers safe, meet the safety, security, and capacity needs that we need to be thinking about as this community moves forward and as our planning efforts are keeping up and keeping pace with the future needs that we'll have. David, you all, uh, I know a lot of travel is taking place. A lot of people sometimes want to know uh, new information that's going on or anything that might be impacting at the airport, whether it's TSA, which you have You've um, you've reminded individuals you are not TSA. Uh, you know those are a governing uh, body that you really have to kind of adhere to what they say or put in place. But um, but still, you, your team is always the face of TSA. I think sometimes for some of our local travelers. But if people want more information, is there a website best place to to learn a little bit more about the airport? Yeah. So our website is certainly the best place. If you go to tlhairport.com. Uh, you'll see our airport website and, of course, talgov.com, uh, which is the city's website that we're a part of. You can get more information there. We're building a page that's more dedicated and specific to our international efforts and planning. So uh, you'll see that starting to come together uh, in the center concourse at the terminal. We put up a big wall wrap and a QR code on that. That'll take you right to that information. And so we want to really talk about all the great things that we're doing out here uh, for our airport, for our community and our travelers. Well, David, thanks so much. Um, keep up the great work. It's always a pleasure to work with you and your entire team. Thank you, Sue. And we certainly appreciate the support of all of our chambers and, of course, the uh, public and uh, the comments that we see receive along the way. So thank you. Thanks, David. <laughs>